In today's crowded higher education field, there's one university whose quality and personal care stands out from the crowd, the University of Mary. The University of Mary offers truly affordable, flexible adult education because your success is our priority. Here, you matter, and we're with you every step of the way to make sure you succeed. Choose a university community that cares about you as a student for life. Discover us at online.umary.edu slash discovermary. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. I'm Father Tim Beer, and along with Matt Wilcom here at St. Charles Borromeo Catholic Church, Southeastern Minnesota, Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Did you know that one of the ways you can listen to RPR is Buy our app. If you don't have it, head to the App Store on your phone and search for Real Presence Radio. Once you have it, you can listen to great daily programming like Real Presence Live. Find the daily podcasts if you happen to miss a show and reflect on the daily Mass readings. Submit a prayer request and even become part of this family if the Lord is calling you to donate. So take a moment, download our app as we prepare to head into our next interview. St. Teresa of Calcutta called it the greatest evil of today, as it has claimed millions of lives. What is this evil and how even practicing Christians fall into its trap? That's what we'll find out as we visit with Father Tad Paholchuk of the National Catholic Bioethics Center. Thank you for being with us, Father Paholchuk. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Thank you very much, Matt and Father Tim. Great to be with you. Uh, many of our listeners are familiar with you, Father Paholchek, but can, can you maybe tell us a little bit about yourself for those who aren't as familiar? I work for the National Catholic Bioethics Center. Uh, we're based in Philadelphia, and um, I also write a column that some of your listeners may be familiar with. It's a, a column that deals with questions in medical ethics and bioethics, and it's carried by uh, a lot of diocesan newspapers around the country, and I try to, you know, simplify some of the more complicated issues. Um, There might be issues ranging from 
gene manipulation of embryos to cooperation in evil questions to end-of-life decision-making, uh, those kinds of things. And uh, so, you know, those are, those are some of the areas that I touch on. And educational outreach in general is my focus, so I also travel quite a bit around the country and speak on these types of issues. You know, St. Teresa of Calcutta is a saint that many of us really adore and uh, find in her intercession. Just a beautiful, gifted faith. You know, why would, um, why would she call abortion the greatest evil of today? Yes, I think that's an excellent question. And I think she understood that if an individual is willing to end the life of another individual directly, that is a recipe for opening a Pandora's box to unlimited types of evils. And at another point in her life, Mother Teresa said something to the effect of, well, if a mother is able to kill her own child, then what's to prevent me from killing you and you from killing me? In other words, there's a seamless logic here that once you allow for one instance of this, you have basically pulled down all the barriers, and you are now in a situation of kind of moral chaos. Absolutely, Father Pahalchak, you know, especially considering that the class of human beings that we're talking about here are completely innocent and completely defenseless. And any safeguards against the killing of any other person are just wiped away. Uh, we're speaking this morning with Father Tad Paholchek on Real Presence Live about the what Mother Teresa, St. Teresa of Calcutta, called the greatest evil of today, that is abortion. And Father Paholchek, what, what are we seeing in terms of abortion rates among women today? Is it going up, going down? Uh, you know, I have to say I don't follow the epidemiology all that closely. Uh, my sense, though, is from the bit that I have followed, that we are seeing a decline in the numbers, which, you know, I think is encouraging. Uh, I think that the pro-life movement has made really remarkable strides. And when you see something like the March for Life in D.C. and the kinds of turnouts that we're getting and the fact that this past year that the president himself, you know, came up to the podium, that was just a a development of, of huge importance. I think that the nation... The conscience of the nation is awakening on this issue more and more. And I would say, you know, in that sense also, it has become even more polarizing, if that's possible, uh, in recent times. And there's a certain sense in which it seems the abortion issue is almost like a litmus test uh, for a lot that goes on in politics as well. So, you know, the times are are very much... uh, conditioned and affected by the reality of abortion, but I do think that there are hopeful signs. Uh, and there are also, you know, within the pro-life movement, uh, certain steps that are being taken, like the 40 Days for Life, that are concretely rescuing a number of children, uh, saving lives right in front of clinics where, you know, young girls are given the opportunity to talk to people and to be given hope and support in a moment of fear and crisis. So those are also very positive and encouraging kinds of signs. 
You know, we appreciate you mentioning those uh, positive and encouraging and hopeful signs. But, you know, I got to be honest, there's a there's another sad twist to this, though. You know, it's that even practicing, you know, Christian girls can fall into this trap of abortion. How is this even possible? Yes, I think this is a, a side of the the sad situation of abortion that really merits some attention and scrutiny in the sense that you can have situations where you have good Christian parents raising their kids, doing a good job talking to them about, for example, how important it is to abstain until marriage and, uh, you know, doing their best to convey a strong sense of sexual morality. And, um, then the kids maybe go off to college, and they, for the most part, may indeed believe what their parents taught them, carry that with them into the college setting. Uh, but, you know, there, there may be a moment of weakness that happens, uh, and a pregnancy arises. And when that occurs, many times there will be this incredible situation of confusion and fear and a sense of pressure that the young woman feels and it may be coming you know from the the young man the uh the fellow that she became pregnant from maybe from other quarters and in those cases many times there will be the the sad outcome that these young Christian women will say, you know, I'm just not able to, to be pregnant now. Uh, I can't raise a child, and I'm going to go to the abortion clinic. And in desperation, they feel oftentimes in these kinds of circumstances, most notably, they feel a real lack of support. And they feel, gee, you know, what, what's going to happen here if mom and dad find out that I had sex in college. Uh, you know, what's going to happen if my Christian friends, all of whom believe in the importance of marital chastity, what if they find out? How is this going to play out for me? And I think that that's the set of, you know, kind of pressured circumstances that sometimes leads these good Christian girls to um, sort of feel they can't stand by their principles, and that they actually have to, you know, schedule an appointment at the abortion clinic. So this is, um, you know, a situation that I think calls should call all of us to reflect on, is there any other step here that maybe was missing in the process of forming our children? And the point that I make in this recent column of mine is that I think sometimes there is a missing step, which is a kind of explicit willingness on the part of a mom and a dad to say to their daughter, uh, look, if you do get pregnant, you know, I, I hope and pray that you won't, but if you do get pregnant, you need to know I am going to stand by you. We are here for you if that should happen. You know, just hearing those words, are so important uh, when you're in a moment of crisis to be able to think back to that and say, hey, mom and dad said this to me, you know, and I don't need to hear, uh, give in to this very fearful set of circumstances and scenarios that are playing out in my mind. 
Absolutely, Father Paholchek. Uh, I know that myself, uh, my wife and I, we have for our daughter, we make it a point to every now and, and then point out to our daughter, she's 12 years old, she's, she's just on the cusp of having you know, the, this capability with her body changing very rapidly. We make it a point to tell her, you know, there's nothing that you could ever do that would make us stop loving you. And so to try to remove any fear that there might be, uh, any shame, um, that, um, you know, if, you find, if she finds herself in that sort of predicament, being pregnant, uh, we want her to feel comfortable coming to us for help and not, not feeling like she wouldn't have any other choice. But Father Paholchek, so, so often the other side talks, they talk about choice, but, but so often this happens, this abortion might happen because young girls feel like they don't actually have a choice. Precisely. Precisely. I think that's the concern here, that they are in a moment of such stress and fear that they say, I really don't have any options. The only option I have is to go off to the abortion clinic. And this is where our reaching out in loving support, you know, as you mentioned with your daughter, and, you know, I hope more and more parents will will reflect on the need to do this. Somehow, if we don't actually say the words, um, I, I think it, it's, it, there's really the question of whether the message gets fully transmitted and sent to our children. Um, you know, the, I think when it comes to issues of human sexuality, issues of unplanned pregnancies, there's always a certain amount of awkwardness. It's a hard thing, I think, for many parents to bring up. But I'm convinced that we're in a day and an age now that is so sexualized in so, on so many levels that, in a sense, if we aren't willing to, in an age-appropriate manner, of course, address these issues head-on, that, that kids pick up this sense of shame very early, and they pick up the world's message, which is not at all ambiguous, and that's what they have to go on. And so they need the countercultural balance of our love, our presence, our reassurance that we're there for them. And, you know, as we talk about all of this on behalf of young women, I think this is also something important to say to our sons in the sense that, look, if you happen to get somebody pregnant, this is another area where I want you to understand we will be here for you. You don't need to feel that you're abandoned and that you have to pressure the young woman to do something like going for an abortion. We will be here. We will, we will be by your side. You know, just that message is important to transmit to our sons as well as to our daughters. We're speaking with Father Tad Paholchek this morning on Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham, along with Father Tim Biren. We're talking about the scourge of abortion, the, what Mother Teresa, St. Teresa of Calcutta, called the greatest evil of today. And Father Paholchek, is there an age that is appropriate to start talking about this issue with our children? I mean, is there, is, is, is there a, an age that's too early? Um, I think one does have to be age-appropriate. I alluded to that earlier. And I think there are ways to discuss these issues uh, that will respect the growing 
uh, conscience and awareness of our children. So when you're talking to a child who is, you know, six or eight, it's, it's going to clearly be different than when you're talking to a child who's 10 or 12. And I think that there are ways to do this that will respect uh, those individuals' state of, of growth and maturity. And we do need to be attentive to that. I'll just mention the there is a group called uh, Canavox, C-A-N-A-V-O-X, and they have uh, written about this, about tips for talking to your kids about sex in an age-appropriate way, and I think they have some wonderful practical guidance there. Stay with us. Up next, we continue this conversation with Father Tad, looking at the importance of the relationship between parents and their children and how parents can provide support without condoning unchaste actions. And later, Dr. Paul Carson, a specialist in infectious diseases and public health, will be with us to break down the facts and fiction behind the coronavirus. Is it reasonable to be worried about this thing? We'll find out. Keep it right here as Real Presence Live continues. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. In today's crowded higher education field, there's one university whose quality and personal care stands out from the crowd, the University of Mary. The University of Mary offers truly affordable, flexible adult education because your success is our priority. Here, you matter, and we're with you every step of the way to make sure you succeed. Choose a university community that cares about you as a student for life. Discover us at online.umary.edu slash discovermary. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Thanks for spending two hours with us on Real Presence Live. If you missed any of this morning's show, you can find the podcast later today on our website, realpresenceradio.com. 
While you're there, consider sending in a prayer intention that we can specifically pray for or find out what's happening with the rest of the week on Real Presence Live by visiting our news page. You can also see some of the great events happening in your local area under the upcoming events section. Find all these things and more when you visit realpresenceradio.com. That's realpresenceradio.com. Father Tad, thanks for staying with us. Uh, Can you tell us about the importance of the relationship between parents and their children? Well, I think uh, hopefully it's the kind of thing that's pretty obvious. (laughs) Sometimes what happens is that parents will say things like, well, you know, my kid now is hitting the teen years, and as they hit the teen years, they seem to neglect and ignore more and more of what I say. And so parents may slip into a feeling like, well, what I have to offer what I have to say, what I have to share is like water off the back of a duck. But, you know, the bottom line here, I think, remains that parents actually always are one of the most important, critical influences on their children. And that relationship that exists between parents and children is uh, one of the paramount points of reference for children as they mature and grow up. And so with respect to this theme that we're discussing, I think the parents sometimes don't realize how much they can, in fact, influence for the good the these kinds of difficult situations that may arise, like an unplanned pregnancy. We're speaking with Father Ted Paholching this this morning. My name is Matt Wilkham, along with Father Tim Buren. We're talking about the subject of abortion and how how to keep our Christian girls, young girls, from feeling pressured to do this if they find themselves in a situation where they have an unplanned pregnancy. Also, how to talk with our young men, our young boys, who will soon be men, about this issue in an age-appropriate manner. And Father Paholchik, can par- how can parents still provide a base of support while not condoning any unchaste action if their daughter happens to get pregnant outside of marriage. Yes, so the the challenge here is, uh, as you're recognizing, that we don't want to convey that there is some kind of openness to um, improper behaviors, etc. And I think that part is, it's fairly easy to convey um, for many parents, they they are willing to talk about how important it is to to be chaste and to wait until marriage. Uh, and I think you know, often in, for example, in homeschooling environments, there will be some some good formation around those types uh, of issues. It's that flip side of being sure that as we convey that important message, we also convey the message that as parents we would support you even if, even if. And that piece uh, sometimes, I think, doesn't get conveyed fully to our children. So, you know, the problem of being able then to bring up these types of discussions, again, in an age-appropriate way, uh, I I think it requires indeed that we start young and, you know, say it in a kind of simple way at the beginning, but as children become older and post-pubescent, 
then to say it in an even more explicit and direct way so that the child feels there is always this kind of nurturing and supportive environment, but at the same time that there are expectations uh, and that there are real goods here that the parents want to safeguard and protect for their children. And that's part of what their parental duty will include, and the children will, you know, recognize and appreciate, I think, both sides of that important uh, parental outreach. You've certainly provided many opportunities for seeing the the great ways the parents can reach out and be really present with their with their child, with their uh, young daughter. Um, but there's also just an element, too, that maybe you could speak to about grandparents and family friends of these parents, you know, so we don't, again, become judgmental. Um, how can you speak to that? Yeah, very good point. A lot of times uh, I'm afraid that families may not be entirely united around these kinds of issues. And sometimes, you know, the saddest cases are those situations... <coughs> Excuse me. Where you hear about maybe a grandparent who learns about a pregnancy and pressures the child uh, in a, in the wrong way. So, um, but this is an area as well that if there is unanimity, that I think when grandparents and others who have important roles in the family can support and convey that they support the children in the message of chastity, but also will be there if something were to occur, that becomes the situation where abortion is least likely to end up taking place. That's great advice, Father Paholchek. And we have just about a minute left here on Real Presence Live. Uh, it, I just, uh, if people want to learn more about your work with the National Catholic Bioethics Center, uh, where can they go? They can go to our website, which is www.ncbcenter.org, ncbcenter.org, for National Catholic Bioethics Center.org. Or if you just put Catholic Bioethics into Google, we're the first hit that comes up. And I'll just also mention the uh, canavox.com that I mentioned earlier. They have some great resources for parents who want to speak to their children in an age-appropriate way. Okay, excellent. Canavox.org or .com? .com. .com. Thank you again so much, Father Tad Paholchik, for joining us on Real Presence Live, talking about the difficult topic of abortion and how to protect our own children from becoming victims of this scourge. Thank you again, Father Paholchik. Well, thank you both so much. Great to be with you. All right. Thank God you. bless. Up next, we'll dive into the hottest topic in the news right now, the coronavirus outbreak, as we visit with Dr. Paul Carson, an infectious disease and public health specialist. Is there a reason to be concerned about this outbreak, or is it all being overhyped? That's what we'll find out as Real Presence Radio on Real Presence Live on Real Presence Radio continues. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 